welcome back to the Real Marriage Podcast with Griffin and Heather Gilstrap. It's been a little while since we've been doing this, <laughs> and I have still, Heather, yet to get us chairs for our room. Oh, We're in goodness. our bedroom at the foot of our bed, and you are on our ottoman with no back, and I have like the smallest soccer mom chair. <laughs> I'm sitting and <laughs> leaning know. back, kind of chilling. So many of our like sitting things. Oh, things, sure. Yeah. Uh, they don't have backs. Like we have benches and so so I'm constantly like posture Check checking. Check your posture. <laughs> Isn't it funny watching Willow, who's what, 10 months now? She, yeah, she's coming perfect up. Perfect posture. posture. We are born with perfect posture. It's Super so true. jealous. <laughs> Super jealous. But yeah, we took August off, uh, just taking care of our family, obviously getting back into the swing of school and now the busyness of all kinds of stuff that we are getting into with church and dance with one of our girls. I'm a dance dad. No, I mean, don't I'm, say that. <laughs> I'm just, recitals are coming. I've got to be pumped and excited for that. Um, but yeah, isn't it really interesting? I guess, what is it, a year and four months, three months that we've been here? Yeah. Yep, Something like about. that. It's just really encouraging to see how going back into school, how much more calm it is. I feel like this is becoming home and we're settled. There's still a lot of new and adjustment, uh, still feels kind of early, but man, it does, does, don't you feel a little bit more settled with where we're at? I do. It, it's a weird, I think this whole process has been way different than I, than I thought it would be. I've really? like so many of my dreams have come true with location and the weather and the mountains and the small town feel versus just busy, busy. Yep. And I've loved that. But then the, and not, and I've not even mind the change in the unknowns. Cause it's like fun for me, like learning new ways and new roads and all that kind of stuff. Um, but it's definitely been harder than I thought. And now that it's been a year, it's like there is a, we've gone through every season. So even physically, I feel like our bodies have adjusted to all the stuff in the air. You know what I mean? Yeah, like we've yeah. all had been like, what's happening to my eyes? Like, is what's ragweed? Like, <laughs> like what is happening? So many things are blooming. And like, I just kind of feel like our roots have just like, they're, they're inching in a little bit yeah, deeper Yeah, and it still feels fresh, totally feels fresh, but at the same time, it's just a little bit more like, okay, we can breathe. Like going back to school, the kids haven't cried as much. I mean, I've cried still, but yeah, you're the one. Yeah. Everything feels a bit like, okay, we've caught our breath. Like, yeah, there's a bit of a calmness, which is yeah. really nice. And like you said, our roots are starting to spread. We're connecting with people. The kids have friends. I feel like that's their built in felt need is the yeah. community, which is how we're all wired kind of thing. And we're finding that with church and, People are continue just to be very welcoming and loving. So, but it's just nice to yeah. be it feels a much little better. more settled. For, and I think for our kids, we're very aware how they're doing. Yeah. And that's, again, that's why we took a little break. It's like we got to make sure getting back into the swing of the busyness of what our life looks like and school and all the different things we're doing. We got to make sure we're good. And we're settling on our foundation, which is really what we want to talk about today. And this mm -hmm. is from the mind of Heather uh, <laughs> for, I think, probably for your life. This is probably sparked out of parenting, in a sense, because of um, just how we try to implement the culture of who we are and how we carry ourselves. Mm -hmm. But it's a really cool concept that spreads through your own personal life, probably your work life, your marriage life, your kids, and how you do things. The idea of values over rules. Yeah. And so why don't you just kind of lead us into this concept that I think has far-reaching implications for all of our lives. Yeah. This started when I 
I caught myself in parenting and mothering how many times I would say, no, you can't do that. Or we don't like, and my, I kept hearing myself speak that way. And I was like, well, this sounds really not fun. I'm tired of saying no. It's like, mm-hmm. there's got to be a be- better way. And so and one way is if they just stop talking, but that's not going <laughs> to stop they're asking not, me questions. They're not going to stop asking. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't, that's about like 4.30 when I get home and like, I don't, Heather just I actually doesn't don't answer. care. Sometimes they ask me questions and I stop responding. I think that's when they know they can get you. It's like, let's see if they just go away. If I don't answer the question. <laughs> you act like you don't hear sometimes. I'm like, I don't care if you have gum or not. But um, So this became a foundational kind of perspective shift. And this can translate into personally with making decisions and, and forming your own schedule. It translates into your marriage and how you want to communicate and function as a couple and in parenting. So it's basically like, are you a, a home or, or a household? You personally, do you live around rules or do you have values? And I feel like as I've thought about my own life, rules were broken, values were kept. Like values are something you can stand upon yeah. where rules can feel, and now there's a place for them and there's a need for them. They almost feel like just there's a, a rigidness. What's How do you say that? A rigidity? What's yeah. A rigid? <laughs> there you go. Is yeah. that a word? I think so. <laughs> you're so Just good. go with it. You know? Act like you're, Yeah, that's, that's like a preaching thing. It's like, if you can't pronounce something, just act like you know it. Is it? Just okay. go for it. And Sweet. they'll be like, oh, I guess that's it. Yeah, that's the that's how you rigidity. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and I've just I started to switch that in our verbiage with our kids and then even in my own life. And it's just been a game changer, honestly, in my perspective and then how I'm communicating to them. It's way more positive. Yeah. And it gives them something to all of us, something to stand on, I guess. Yeah, that's good. I think both can be good. Values for sure are like the foundational core. I was thinking about this, maybe because in our life group, in the marriage group that we're leading now, yeah. we, we were talking about personality traits. And there, I think there was a list of four. And I put a G down a row. <laughs> and then I put an H down the other row. Yeah. Like we were both totally different, totally opposite. And I was thinking about this because... I'm kind of a rule follower. Yeah. I'd like structure. I like to know what's expected kind of thing. Um, but the way rules can be implemented and the harshness of like, you better meet this expectation. And if you Correct. don't, there's consequences. Now, some people would say that's necessary. Well, it is. It has its place. A hundred percent. If you don't have rules, there's no structure. If you don't have rules to a soccer game, or, or like, it's going to be wild. It's going to be crazy. People are going to do whatever they want. Right. You need rules in society. Like, yeah. Parameters, barriers. I'm not saying that you can't have those for sure. Yeah. But I just like, I'm, I'm a little more prone to that where you're more fun and outside of the box kind of thing and don't want to be boxed in and structured and thinking about even like our marriage and how we speak to the kids and how we set them up for like who they're going to become long-term as people we don't just want to establish like this is what you do here in this house to where it doesn't sink into who they are. Right. And that's once exactly they get right. out of the grips and the grasp of us, which that's the challenge for every parent once they start going, what are they going to cling to? It's the rule breaking to yeah. go try and see, oh, what what is it out of this rigid box? I was never allowed to do this. Well, like, I don't know the value of why. I was just told I can't. And now I want to go see what this was all about. I'm like, I broke so many rules. (laughs) (laughs) 
that I pushed the boundary and a lot of that is personality for sure. And, but it wasn't, um, directed in the right way, you know, and my rules, actually, my mom was like super free. It was more my school and where I went to school, Mm -hmm. there was these structure and these rules, but there was no value of really why, or it wasn't even, um, communicated in a way that like a 14 year old, 15 year old would like grasp. Mm. It was just like, you're going to get in trouble. And I was like, well, let's see if I get in trouble. You <laughs> know what see. I mean? It was terrible. This is the pastor's wife. Oh, uh, Heather's a- being revealed. Well, can we, let's go down that path just a little bit. Sorry. Because you went to a Christian school. I did. Yeah. And I think this bleeds into faith because a lot of people see God in a way. He's the rule yeah. guy. Like, here's the rules for your life. And if you can't live up to that, you're a failure and you're not good enough. And he's going to punish you and there's going to be consequences. Yeah. Do you see that within like the way the Bible's laid out, the heart of God being kind of presented to us? Now there's commandments to follow, but they're values of his heart for us and knowing what's best as a heavenly father, right? Absolutely. I think what you described and kind of what I grew up in was this super safe culture. Jesus was the standard. If you got caught smoking, drinking, like not being pure, like you would get there was like, you're not following the standard, which that was good. It was good for me to sure. know that. Like, these Which are one just, of those did you break? Uh, and so. <laughs> just, <I'm> just <laughs> um, you really threw me off. I'm um, sorry. Keep going. So that, that was a good standard, but. Yes, but that's so religion and so legalistic. And it was like, I was afraid. Mm, yeah. There was a fear and it wasn't a reverent, holy fear. It was never out of the love of the father and Mm. from someone from a broken family that desperately needed to know I have a heavenly father who's very involved in my life. Who's not going to leave me. Who's not going to run away. Who actually cares. Like I needed to know that I could, he, I had his love and affection and, and because he loves me, he gave me these boundaries on my life so that I would thrive. Yep. And so that, that again, yes, there was rules, but it was based out of values of Heather. I value you as the daughter of the, of you're my daughter. Sure. And so I have this life I want to give you, but it's the value is it's out of his love. Yeah. And so I think spiritually as I grew in forgiving my father and earthly father, and then actually truly embracing God as my father, which I literally didn't do probably. So I well, probably we were married actually. To it that you kind of received that concept with him. Yeah. 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 I let what happened to me in my life affect how I viewed him. Um, and I, I really didn't, I, no one was there to help me sure. navigate that. This is getting deep with Heather I'm right so now. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> um, but that's okay. And and so then when I think I that switched and I recognized that's what affected like well what like what about my children like I want to paint a picture for them of yeah. this is how Jesus like this is how this is this is what our home life is supposed to be like like we're not a house full of rules or a house full of values and I looked up the definition of them um, so value is something you believe is important to uphold. It's strong. It's loving. It holds worth. So there's, I mean, that's Huge. like, that's like packed full of, I think what a lot of us are searching for, like what, yes. yeah. What am I worth? What am I trying to become? Yeah. What's going to make me feel worthy yes. and, and you know, all that kind of, that's good. But then rules are our standard or a way to do something. It governs conduct. 
So that's great. But that's just the conduct and your behavior. Yeah, that's the secondary. It says nothing to me about the heart. (laughs) It says (laughs) nothing to me. That's all mental to me. And that's nothing to do with like deep who you are. It's just this is how you should behave. Sure. And that's, I think, that is the disconnect. The separation. Yeah. And that's a big deal. Yeah, it's kind of like an A and B. Because you need the the parameters like we talked about. But it's almost like what's the why? Yes. And what are we what are we trying to achieve? And again, who are we trying to become? What are the values of our marriage and how we kind of talk to each other, conduct ourselves and the why behind, you know, what we want to accomplish and how we want to carry out things. Yeah. So I think there's both, but in your life or how you approach things, if you don't have the foundation of what we value, you're going to land on the rigidness and get upset if that's not followed when the other person's like, well, I don't even know. I don't even know what I signed up for. What's the purpose of it? Yeah. Well, expectations. I mean, a lot of that can sometimes feel very not like relational. They can feel very much like a contract. Like I, I had a situation and the friendship, whatever it became, it became like, you need to do this for me. Like, and if you can't be my friend in this way, then we can't be friends. Mm. And it was like, but this from is, your side or no, someone put these expectations okay. on me. Right. And, and literally was like, I'm going to see how this goes for two weeks. <laughs> and if we're going to check back in and if this isn't better, then like we can't be friends. And that was probably a personality that just operated like that. Totally. But it was still this, like, this is like, these are rules. Like I don't even want to function in this. <laughs> and I was just like, no, I'm that sorry. Don't work for Heather. That's not going to fly. <laughs> Like, there's no grace there. There's no mercy or compassion or understanding there. And so I think even when you think about your own personal life, and I have a lot of friends who have a really hard time saying no, or they don't know even like decisions to make. They struggle to make decisions. It's like, well, what are your values? What are the things you value in your life? Do you value like, and if you can list your values, then you can be like, do I say yes or no to this? You know, and and if I want to, you know what, it's just. It's kind of a framework yeah. of how you want to operate. And I think that's that's kind of a constant question to ask. And I think in um, a marriage and if you have kids and if you're busy chasing your career, these are things that can slip away a little bit and not be at the forefront, you know, because you're just operating and right. you're going and you're busy and you're just trying to make it happen. And all of a sudden you've got a few kids and the, you get short and tired and et cetera, et cetera. We all, we all fall into that place. Right. So how would you, this may be getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, but just even from an application standpoint, because I think we've done a pretty good job going this route. I think you think about this stuff more than me. And it's been helpful for me to just kind of think about what, what do we value and not just kind of going with the flow and operating. How would you encourage people to even start the conversation of learning, discovering what you value. Because even in a marriage, you could value something and I could value something different. Then you got to kind of merge it together to become what we want. Yeah. I think there's, there's, I, I literally wrote down, like, these are the things I value. What do I value for me? What do I value for our family? Like I'm cultivating this environment. Like it's so much the woman's role. It's her God-given role. And you have your tone, the way you speak, the way you operate, the way you're leading this. Sure. <laughs> it's a big deal. The tone like, setter. Yeah, big time. And so I think even you've heard the um, 
the juggling, you know, you juggle on all these plates, you're juggling all these like balls, so to say, and you can't let them drop. You got all this stuff going on with yeah. your life. And then that gets harder when your life is busy and full and everyone can picture what that looks like. But then there's another layer to it where it's like, well, some of these balls are glass and some of them are plastic and you have to always know what your values are. Those are the glass ones and those can never drop ever. And so I think that's a really great picture for you to see of like, okay, if, if I'm in a busy season, let's just take our life right now. We've got our faith, our family, our health. Then we've got Paisley doing a dance class. Then we have their school and we have events for you at church, leading the church, um, meetings you have. Groups. Groups. I mean, we could list that's like 10 balls in the air. Birthday parties. Yeah. And some, and it's seasonal. I think at times you can be have way more juggling balls than you would normally. Sure. But the, what happens then is if we're going and life's busy and it's week by week by week and it's, it's going, we're trying to juggle these things, but we see one of the glass ones starting to suffer, whether it's relational with our children and it's just off or it's our health and like, they're not, it's just been too much at school or you need a rest day or like we need a date. Like just what are those core things that no matter what can drop? If we see one of those struggle, then in my mind, we remove, we let some plastic ones fall. Yeah. And we, because these can never break. Yep. And so it's it's like, well, this is an easy decision. It like makes decisions. It's like, well, you're going to skip. We're actually going to let you have a mental health. You're not going to school today. Right. <laughs> like, that'd be fun for me to say. But it's like, you need a rest day. Like, yeah. oh, we need to plan a sleepover. Or it helps you make those decisions. And it's like, done. These are the most valuable things. Yep. And no matter what and how full or busy our life gets, these are never going to fall. That's good. So it, it takes precedence. And it's kind of that, like we said, a foundation or a framework for decision-making of when you get into the, I don't know, there's things that just start to reveal themselves. You get short with your spouse or you're, like we've been talking about me coming into this season of uh, September and school. It's probably for both of us, actually. But just a little more stressful, a lot more decisions to make, more things going through my mind and you're, even yesterday, like you could tell before I even walked into work, you're like, there's something. Yeah. He's thinking. That's you can tell because uh-huh. my mind's just going. I'm like staring off into the distance, <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> and so it, it made me think too about one of our kind of core principles for since we moved here was just keep it simple. Yep. And I've I've just remembered when we get into there's all kinds of things we could do and say yes to. I was talking with a coworker yesterday. It's like unfortunately with our family and dynamic and my role and et cetera, there's a lot of things we say no to. And I just remember how often in the past year or so have we said, remember, keep it simple Uh because we don't want the faith, the family, the health to get the back burner because we know long-term that's going to create more problems. Even if the thing we want to do now is good, but not a part of those glass, the glass balls that we can't drop, then we got to say no. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think we were in a, that was seasonal. Like we were in a really fragile season of everything was fresh and new. And I just, so fragile. We just had a baby and we're, we're all adjusting to our completely new life, you know? And, and so I think it's good to recognize what's seasonal and what's for forever, um, with, with that visual. And I think too, the way I even communicate it with even, and so in parenting, I, back to me constantly saying no yeah. or or hearing my own voice and knowing that my voice is going to become 
their inner voice, like the way that I talk and the way, like they they mimic me. Like they say things that I say. <laughs> and yeah. it's sometimes it's beautiful when I hear Pace be like, we are so blessed. I'm like, yeah. Because <laughs> she got like a lollipop. Yeah, but I'm yeah. like, that's great. You are blessed. Get that's that right. sugar on a stick. But <laughs> but I, I started to pay attention to like s- simple, practical, like wearing shoes in the house. And I'd be like, take your shoes off. or And it felt like rule. rule. Yeah. And it was just like, hey, do you actually know why we do that? And I, so I talked to them about like, think of all the places your shoes have been. And it was like public bathrooms. And they were like, oh. And I'm, I started <laughs> painting this picture. Yeah. I was like, well, we value our home. And this home is so beautiful. And it's such a gift. And mommy needs your help because how many feet are in this house? And then they're like counting like 14. I'm like, yeah, I'm like I need you to help me. So because we value, why are you laughing? I just love your kid voice. Oh. It's awesome. <laughs> because we value our home. Like, can you please try to remember to take your shoes off for mom? And awesome. Like, yeah. And so now it's like, I'm helping mom. I gave them ownership. And it's like, now I can remind them because I did set a rule. Yeah. But it's out of a value of. That's great. Like, we love our home. This is such a gift. And then it's teaching them stewardship for when they have a home. So good. It's like, I am I know I'm like a pastor, but just thinking from- I'm like a pastor. Darling, you are a pastor. Something <laughs> like that. Just own it. <laughs> but I, was just, I was just thinking about our faith and just how we, how would we want God to deal with us, you know? And we, we, we all turn away or a boss from just like the rigid rule, like laying it down. Because when you do that, and that's such a simple example, but parents know that's daily. Yeah. How we kind of manage all the the children and we're teaching them how to become human beings, yeah. you know, for the rest of their life. But the way you talk like that, you're attaching it to the relationship in the heart of we are the leaders of our home. And that's what that's where I can fall short a little bit with the rules. Like I like to be respected. And so when I say something, I want it to be followed. And I bet a lot of men would relate to that. It's like, well, I'm in, I'm in charge. Like, just listen to me. Right. You totally, know, yeah. <laughs> but they're four and they don't want to listen. And to they're me. running to go get a snack and dad, I'm going to yeah. be right back. And all, all that kind of stuff. And so obviously like I've learned within probably 10 minutes of parenting that doesn't work very well. <laughs> so it's more of like, let me just lay this out for you. Here's what we're trying to accomplish. And what you said, this is what mom and dad value. And this, what we want our family to value. I think through that it's relational with still with leadership, you know, this is who we're trying to become. And I think that trains them in the future of any relationships, communication skills to be able to function in a way of not being a dictator just because, just do it because I said so. Right. Here's the heart. Because I said so is like, that's not, that's so shallow. Like, and when I even think about these daily, I mean, 99% of our lives is very mundane (laughs) and it's very just like simple and these same things you do over and over. Like when I brought the laundry out last night, I literally was going to complain. I was like, no, I will stop myself. (laughs) Well, I looked at you and said, no, (laughs) you did say no. (laughs) And then you go, no, we get to, it was good. Jesus for these clothes. Like I just, just like, but it's like, that's where we win. And that's where we're going to place the values over them. And I was just thinking like, I, I, what do I want them to leave my home with? Like what, they're not going to need me forever. Like that's just truth, but they're always going to need the the Holy Spirit. And I want them to create their own values so that when they leave, like these things that we've instilled with them, it's not just like, I do this and I do this just because 
It's like, it's deeper than, it's much deeper than that. And so then they can easily create them for their own lives because on the daily, we've done that for 18 years. And so this is just how I function. Like, man, they're so far ahead of us. If they can live that way, have values over even like, so a lot of the kids in their class, even with what they eat, like they're always like, mom, like, so-and-so has this and this and this and this. And it's this constant. And I struggle because then they're like, why don't we get to? And they've said, why do their tummies, why are their tummies okay? Like, but we'll throw up (laughs) (laughs) because a lot of it, they just don't eat the way. And I'm just trying to create something else. So it's like teaching them value. Even like throwing a scripture in there, like, well, our bodies are a temple. Do you know what that means? They're like, no. And so then I'm like, trying to make that fun for yeah. them even to understand. It's That's like, good. And we value what we eat and this is why. And they're yeah. like, oh, okay. And then I've watched them make these choices. And even when they choose wrong, they then are like, mom, I feel awful. They feel it. And they understand like they're understanding. So even that, it's like, I'm yeah. equipping you. It's good. To choose healthy. Why? Because God created your body. Why? Because it's, and like, there's so all like, these, these, <clears throat> these deep, deep reasons why. So their convictions are just going to be hopefully natural, really strong, and strong. Yeah. And I think it creates teaching moments. And I think honestly from parenting, and I want to apply this to marriage as well yeah. real quick, but that's what we're going for is moments to teach, not yeah. tell, teach. That's right. right. Equip them. Equip them. So do you think this, I was thinking about money because that's probably a big topic right now with the inflation and et cetera, et cetera. And probably a lot of people are just trying to figure out how to function with that. I was thinking like even that practical within a husband and a wife, not rules, but values, yeah. like framework, which I think way back at the very beginning of our podcast, we talked about money, but do you think that applies the same thing? Like the the values over rules, you come to kind of what we're trying to accomplish, what we what we value in this category as a team, as a as husband and wife. And so the way you even talk about it can be about, oh no, remember this is this is what we value, even in this season, for something even like money. Yeah, I think it can you can easily go one side to one side. And like, well, this is how I think. And this is how I think. But the value gives you something to come together. It's yeah. like a goal, you yeah. know, like we're saving up money so we can go to a um, cabin in the mountains one day for a Christ- white Christmas, whatever. Sure. sure. Um, hint, hint. That'd be really fun. <laughs> <laughs> that was my idea. But it was. Um, keep it simple. Um, but it just, I think the value just connects you and brings you back together. Like this is what we're going for. And, and I think that's where that is that strong foundation with things like money and, 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 and just even communication in general. I think what's so great about having values in a marriage is like when we're making even decisions about what we're going to do at night or like how we're going to spend our time. It's like, well, what I value you and I value your heart and I value. So it's easier for me to put my phone down or turn the TV off because it's like, we haven't connected like intimacy, all those things. It's like, well, these are our values. And I, especially in a busy season, I think we naturally want to check out even more. Do less. But we've learned I think through the years that that's one of the worst things you can do because you need connection more than ever. And it doesn't have to be this deep, intense thing, but it's like, no, we just need to be near each other because you're you're going to be weaker and more stressed and more tired. And what is what's the value? What do we know is really going to fill us up? And I think you learn the values over time of not sure. <laughs> doing it. it right. You feel yeah. it. That's good. I love it. 
Yeah. Do you have anything else with that? Um, I could talk about parenting forever, but I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to be back. Why don't you wrap us up? And uh, we, we're praying for everybody we love. Yeah, I hope that. Back to do this. I know. We really, we really want to get to a place where we're doing this more. And I think as our kids get older, we'll be able to hop back and doing this maybe once a week. That's that's a goal. Just so you know, that's a goal. But thank you for sticking with us. I hope that this week you can take some time on your own or with your spouse just to write down things that you value for your marriage. If you have children, even if you don't have them yet, when they come, what are the values you want to create in your home? You have this incredible space that's yours um, and you get to create the values for it and what you want it to look like. Break chains off of the values you didn't have. You just get to dream. So I hope you take time this week to really think about that and what could that look like. Uh, Have a great week and we will catch you next time. This podcast is produced by talkedits.com. If you like what you're hearing, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. And to connect with Griffin and Heather, visit them on Instagram at Real Marriage Podcast. That's at Real Marriage Podcast. And as always, thanks for listening.